The Ed and Tom Show presents the Fantasy Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. What is going on, all you teat suckers? I am your Lord Commissioner Tommy T, one half of the Ed and Tom Show, here on the Week 3 FIB Recap. Yes, what a week we've had. Hold on. You condescending... You ain't even going to play our music? You ain't even going to intro me on our show? Drop our music? You going to play that weak-ass shit? Hit the drop, Tom. I got you. You are listening to The Ed and Tom Show. Spoiler alert. Did it all go to garbage? You may not know this about me, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I, I guess I can become an asshole. Nothing's showing up on the Google. Fuck, we still gotta spin the fucking wheel. Don't pester me right now. This is why you're a fucking asshole. Drugs, alcohol, and domestic violence. Stress is bad. Goddamn cancer cans. The Ed and Tom Show. What in the fuck, Eddie Rock? You just zoom bomb. You just what do they call that shit? You just fucking zoom bombed me. You just zoom bombed. I came up in your garage, son. <laughs> well, shit. Together again. What? Two years, man. Two fucking years. Maybe just more. Like old times, man. Just like chlamydia. You can't keep me away. I think you can cure chlamydia can't keep it away though if you keep going back to the same old spots oh gotcha gotcha <laughs> you to take it serious man how you doing tommy <laughs> i am doing well um in my casa de tolman in my garage and i th- i put my water heater on uh energy saving mode so hopefully it doesn't kick kick on in the middle of the day like it did when uh powder and i recorded last week Exactly. Scare the shit out of you thinking you're getting swatted. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what that is, right? Huh? Do you know what swatting someone is? Yeah, when you call when uh, you call a fucking a raid on somebody's house and they come in fucking boot your door in and shoot your whole family up. I just needed to explain it for Hefe. He's old, and so if we use new words, I'm not trying to think that you're dumb. I just know that he is, and so I just need some time for you to explain him. Oh, don't get it twisted. I am dumb. I just wanted to make sure I was uh, I was on the same page as well. <laughs> early, early in the show for me to start insulting you, my friend, but there's plenty. plenty. To oh, go. yeah, the, the day is a puppy. The podcast is a puppy. <laughs> so what is up my dude oh just uh oh jesus i'm watching lots of tv shows at night um 
trying to find a real job for when I uh, quit my my day job. Um, yeah, unfortunately, un- unfortunately, it, it won't be a podcast, but. I thought this podcast was going to pay off. I think all those early investments we did on Brent and Tom, getting them out there, you know, <laughs> although they gave us some great information from from the San, the fantasy locations that they visited, you know, uh, one dead body in Hefe in a pond uh, in the middle of Chicago with a split in his forehead, and next thing you know, legal fees, and uh, we just weren't able to give you the six figures you deserve, Tom. And now I'm a felon. It happens, you and Chano, but yep. you know, there's always a future. <laughs> I talked to that motherfucker the other day. Well, I, I, I'd imagine you guys played each other this week, right? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, fantasy. We did. Uh, but we, we, <laughs> we were playing some Call of Duty mobile. So oh, yeah? He's got, he's got um, this one patch out in the middle of this field that he can sit in and as long as he sits indian style like oh i guess it's crisscross applesauce these days uh and and wears a tinfoil hat he can get reception and for like three hours a morning he can get enough reception in that area in the field that we can play mobile (laughs) uh video games together so that's how me and chano have bonded over this last week that is that there is no doubt in my mind he's out sitting in the field playing video games because he has found the spot. But where the fuck does applesauce come into play when you're crossing your legs? Well, see, what happens is the younger the younger patrons, right, in the school, they when they, I don't know, this is going to go in a really dark situation. <laughs> it, I'm telling you, man, it was going to go somewhere real bad real quick, so I'm just going to back off of that one. Uh, well, we may come back. I don't know, Tom. <laughs> because obviously we can't say Indian style. Well, no, because... Or Native uh, American style or red dot style or feather in the hat style. We can't say that. I just Googled it and looked it up. So here's what it was. <laughs> Apparently, the indigenous people of, of the United States, when they were having the first giving of thanks meal with the, the white killers that came from Europe, um, Arguably. they told them, hey... This is a tradition that we have. If you sit like this um, with your legs crossed, we'll put a, a little bowl in the middle of your legs and we'll give you a scoop of applesauce. But if you don't, then you won't get the applesauce. So that's why it became known as crisscross applesauce. So uh, apples were in abundance there, but they had no idea how to grow corn. Well, yeah. Well, they, <laughs> the Europeans brought apples with them. See, the, the apples came to to the Americas because they're so shelf stable on a long ass boat ride this this was the first Thanksgiving it was they had just got there and so they 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 were making applesauce because they were getting soft oh that makes so much sense so much sense (laughs) so when you're traveling with produce well here's something that people don't know when you're traveling with produce across the oceans what they used to do is they would take and they would put all the produce inside of bags waterproof bags and tie them up and just throw them over the edge of the boat with a weight below them and it would just hold them and, and honestly it would hold everything at 46 degrees and so it was it was like having a refrigerator that's how they were able to make it across oh. the atlantic dude you're you're a wealth of knowledge i that i am, <laughs> that I am. <laughs> oh shit i've been giving out fantasy advice here lately and uh that's what you're well. not knowledgeable about you're actually I'm an idiot when it comes to that. Of, of what's going wrong. 
fucking 46 degrees. Used to do that. That's used it. to do that with uh, water bottles and put them in a sock and pour a little water on them and then hang them on the hang them on the fucking uh, side view mirrors on Humvees when the bad guys are shooting at us and just drive really fast and it makes your water almost ice cold, oh. at, le- at least colder than the ambient temperature. <laughs> so. So probably right along the same lines of uh, our pilgrims keeping their produce fresh. It's 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 the same idea. I mean, it really mm-hmm. is. Um, another little small fact is, um, you know, driving by some of those pilgrims in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, it also is very, it cools them off a lot when you toss them a case of water at, say, like 55 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. It, you can actually cool off a whole crowd of people as you drive by. <laughs> so... It takes their minds. It takes their minds off of what uh, what's currently going wrong with them as to what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It just and if it's timed and placed just right, it can also take their mind right out of their head. <laughs> we used to we used to um, like after Halloween or what whatnot get a bunch of fucking candy and shit sent to us. And we would go on these patrols and shit, and there'd be like seven to 15 kids playing in the street. Well, when you throw a piece of candy at them, oh boy, that's minutes of fun. (laughs) People, people, they think you're being cool. They think you're probably being mean. Listen, we did it here in America and called it bum fights, right? Yes. You throw a 20 in the bottom of a garbage can. That shit sold millions. Could you imagine, Tom? You know, they, they talk about, like, the whole reason that we have these proxy wars is so that we can go in and steal the kids, and that's how we put the kids in the pizza gate where we get the adrenochrome, right? Oh. You're following me, right? Yeah, I'm following you. So, Tracking. So what if, what if we were just getting some of these kids, right? We're, we snatch up some of these kids. Again, I, I gotta stop, man. I keep, I keep trying to go so dark, Tom. I keep trying to go super dark, and it's early. We haven't even talked about football yet, man. We haven't got we haven't got fucking kicked off yet. I mean, two year hiatus. They probably don't know what's coming. They don't. They don't. I mean, it's it's bad. There's some demons that have been locked up in this COVID cell. <laughs> Speaking of COVID, how how are you doing? Um, fine. <laughs> I, I don't know where that's coming from, but what well, we so me and the rest of the league mates we call you COVID because you're typically nobody wants you around, and once they do get you, you're hard to get rid of. So that's what we've been calling you, call you COVID Tommy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was wondering. I was wondering why uh, when everybody came over here for the draft, they were uh, they they kept me at more than arm's length. That was weird. Uh, can you blame them? No, no. But but I didn't want them near me either. I mean, uh, Dale, Dale for one. Hold on. Hold uh, and uh, Schottenheimer. It's like just get the fuck away from me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want you close. It's like fuck. You should have got them a room somewhere. I did. Else in my oh else. <laughs> 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 no, instead I got them fucking t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't wait for my t-shirt. That's like that's the thing I've been most excited for is my t-shirt. Yeah. It, it, do you want to see it? No, I don't have I it do. down here. Can, I, I don't have no. it down here. I already showed you it, didn't I? 
Yeah. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, sometimes, Tom, I don't know what we're doing for real and what we're doing for this show. So I'll go along with it. <laughs> show. Are you saying we make shit up? I, I never have. Uh, no, not, brown, not we one. We talked about the brown clown. We talked about fuck Dale. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you know, I got. I want to say something, and I think you're actually going to like this. And this is probably the last time that we'll agree today. Yeah, we need I hope to get so. more of these cocksuckers on the teams' meetings when we're doing the fights and watching the football games. Oh yeah, I agree. I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to uh, dial in this weekend on the fight or on the uh, games, but I was there for the fights. So uh, yeah, it's it's a good time, man. It's like sitting at a fucking table at a Buffalo Wild Wings and watching football. That, that, you, you nailed it exactly right, and and the comparison that you made, I think, is spot on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Because when you get enough people on there, it does kind of get that overhead clatter. Yeah, you know, and you're like, I'm um, trying to watch a fucking game sometime, and it's like, what the, f- what did you say? What did I, yeah. I heard something, and it sounded somewhat interesting. What did you say? <laughs> so in in my Sunday morning approach, now I've I've gone with a multi-tiered approach. So what I do is I have the TV on the wall playing the game at at a level that's just audible for yeah. me. Um. And then on the laptop, I have fantasy football scores going and then um, the team's meeting running. And then in front of that screen, but out of the view of the camera, I have the tablet with the red zone playing on that one. And so what this does is it allows me to get the volume without interfering with the sound on there. And then if I just throw one headphone in from the team's meeting, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm solid, man. It's just like I'm sitting next to you on the couch. That's good shit. I, I've got I've got something very similar to that. I got the garage TV on the wall that has the the my primary game, whether it's the Niner game or the game that's live on uh, the in market game on TV or whatever. And Which then is most likely either the Seahawks or just replaying a Seahawks game because they're three and oh, bitch. Fuck you. Um, or, or for whatever reason, the Cowboys are very fucking popular, no matter where you go. So it's yeah. usually that game that, and luckily you guys were playing each other this week. But yeah, same thing here. I got, I got the the main game, then Red Zone on my uh, my almost free TV that I got from one of my neighbors because he didn't know how to fix it, so I fixed it myself. And you're the so fixer upper. I got the re I got the red zone playing there. And then on my tablet, I'll have whatever other in market game is on. And then I'll have teams on my, my laptop and fantasy football scores on the old ring ding dong. I think that's the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Keep it locked up. That way you have it all. You're never missing anything. You can make those, you know, if something happens, you know, Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor gets shanked by his doctor. You can make those fucking, those quick moves, man. <laughs> so we probably talked about this years ago or days ago or whatever. When when was your first uh, fantasy football? When What year did you first start fantasy football? Man, I'm, uh, I would say probably 95, 96. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right when I started as well. So we're, we're, we're going along the same exact amount of time. Could you imagine having this much football information back then? Oh, my God. I mean, the, the fantasy football, like you talked about it, 
right, we we had to go and look at the the newspaper mm-hmm. to be able to try to find the scores. You had to wait um, till Tuesday. You had to wait till Tuesday to get all the scores, and you had to tally them up scores. yourself. And yeah, man, yeah, fuck being um, a commissioner back then, right? <laughs> yeah, and, but it was, but the game wasn't nearly as as in depth or or as involved, right? I mean, um, yeah, and you didn't have the league that I played. Yeah, and you didn't have you didn't have uh, you didn't have all these outlets to be able to watch as many games. You only could watch the games that were on TV or listen to them on the radio. So you were stuck mm-hmm. with that. So you relied on the newspaper back then. Well, and then that really made you uh, the the thing that I, I learned early on was that's everybody is take home teams mm-hmm. for me every west coast player was taken because oh, yeah. you only ever saw a west coast game so like players from the browns shit like that uh players from the mm, giants yeah i think even falcons and... marino was gone so the dolphins mm-hmm. uh it was like they, they they didn't even have fucking nfl teams for all you knew yeah and and it's funny too because the guys guys that live on that uh, on the on the least coast, they 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 think the same thing about West Coast football. It's like they go to bed. It's like West Coast football doesn't even happen because they're in bed. So oh yeah, <laughs> we, we love it. We love it. But yeah, it's been it's been a long road. Um, I do remember the year that we had to take the penis. Remember the year that we erected? Oh the penis? yeah, yes, yes, yes. The penis. That was a that was an interesting year. Interesting. What, what was it? Plan- planning, engineer plans, engineering, network integration system? system? Something like that. <laughs> Some bullshit. Some bullshit. Uh, but yeah, that that that's what when you talk about those old days, that takes me right back to us being back on that back wall taking yeah. up our fucking a complete our a complete analog league where everything was on paper. Even though, even though the internet existed back then, we we're just like not nah, where everything is going to be analog. <laughs> that was uh, the 0910 year. Yes, yes, that, yeah, that was the year. That was the year the old Saints beat the Colts in the Super Bowl. That I was don't the know. that was I the culminate, culminating event of that year. That was the night that Damian Prather saved my life, and uh, we smoked cigars in the tent. Yep. It's fucking anarchy, man. This the the great Super Bowl flood of Ot Ten. Yep, that was a uh, those were that was nuts. Those were uh, some nutty times. Good and, times, man. Yeah, wow. Good times. Wow. Well, hey, you want to talk about some of this fantasy football bullshit, and then we can circle back around? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do this. So week three in the books. Um, what matchup? That, no, we are going to start with my matchup. I absolutely insist that I start on my matchup. Uh, I'm going to guess this is probably because your bullshit ass stumbled into the high points of the week. Is that the reason why we're going to talk about it? Partial. Partial. Uh, and a lot of it, and I'm actually glad you Zoom bombed me, Ed, because uh, I've got some, I got some uh, built up uh, aggression towards your ass, according, uh, that came from your precap this week. So. Well, okay. Okay. I want to hear you. Pick, I, no, I want, I want you, I want you to read my, I want you to read my recap, but read it like you like me. 
I am going to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna read I'm, a, I'm a fair and impartial, right? Like, I have a job. I have a responsibility to the people of this league to report fair and down the middle, just like Fox, right? I don't pull punches. I don't <laughs> just, just like give Fox. The facts. Give the facts. Yeah. <laughs> the Untouchables drop the hammer on Freaks and Zeke. Moves up to second place. The Untouchables got the highest point total in the league this week. Shredding Freaks and Zeke 169 to 108. The Untouchables took a 96-point lead on Sunday afternoon and never looked back. The beating was a revenge for his loss to Freaks and Zeeks in their last meeting a season ago. These two teams are tied for second place with 2-1 records, but the Untouchables have a clear lead in points. 440 to 319, Freaks and Zeeks actually averages more per game in losses than wins. <laughs> Elliot had plenty of opportunities for Freaks and Zeeks, but could only manage 58 yards against a monster defense. A monster touchdowns. defense. In week four, the Untouchables gets Hawkamaniac coached by Fuck Dale. Hold on. While Freaks and Zeeks face little baby Ty Ty, who is sitting at two and one. This message was brought to you by Tom's Vaginal Cream. The cream that you rub on that makes you go scream. There you have it, Tom. The wrap up on your... Uh, so what do you think? Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Ed. Bitch! That was, a, that was very... That was a very heartfelt... And that's how recaps are supposed to be read. Like you can, like you're literate and and don't stumble on words and everything. Much better than I do, and a lot better than Powder does. But Dude, I will always, I will barrel. always continue to have him read because he's only gonna get better. <laughs> that was exactly <laughs> where I was going. I was gonna tell you I was so proud of you that you took the special needs and that you brought them in and made them part of the show. Right? A lot of people would sit him in the corner and just let him look pretty, but no, Tom. You helped him sound out those words. You helped him almost put the punctuation in the right spot. You, my friend, are a commissioner and a mentor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, Ed. Bitch. There's, uh, there, <laughs> there is, uh, so like I said at the end of last week's, I said I was not worried about butters whatsoever. I was not worried about him because he was uh, he he was looking a little thin at wide receiver and questionable all over the place. Um, I was worried about Zeke and Big Ben, and uh, I did not think Keenan Allen was going to go off like he did and almost go for twenty five. But I knew I was like, you know what, all my guys are going to be fine. Uh, collectively, I was going to be good. Um, but uh, the for all of my all of my players started at 10 a.m. All of them except for my defense, which was the afternoon or the uh, the yeah the the afternoon three games that they play in the afternoon. It's like why why not split it up? You know what I mean? Why why yeah. have why have fucking 20 games in the morning and then two at night? So I don't know. But anyway, anyway, my entire what they what it say? I went fucking. I had a 96 point lead. And never look back. Just yeah, a, it's because my entire small. team played until fucking my defense played. So it was pretty crazy. So th th that I'll be honest with you, that's something you know. I, I've brought a lot of family members into playing fantasy football for the first time this this year. That's awesome. And they are fucking stupid. 
Because <laughs> Every, hey, they, those... You guys are fighting over Seahawks players. Well, yeah, they definitely were fighting over Seahawks players. But when throughout the day, like on Thursday, they look at the score and then the projections change, and they're like, oh, fuck, man, this mother... They're like talking about dropping people like mid-game just because they're not like... They haven't put up enough points yet. Like, man, this guy should be putting up this points. They're trying to drop people. <laughs> like, they just don't get that... <laughs> The game yeah. is from Thursday to Monday. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. And there's going to be things that change throughout the week. They're just too fucking stupid to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all they another another uh example of they can only get better, right? I have a lot in common with them. <laughs> So yeah, um, so uh, not to tap, not to pat myself on the back, but I had one hell of a week. But um, to get to get to my 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 little bit of angst against you, Ed, um, you you change your you change your team name every single week. Fine, that's great. Yeah. But I have a re- issue as to your explanation as to why you do it. You say okay. you focus, you want to focus on your opponent. You want to yes. focus on him. It's just you and him. That's that's it. That it's is like your that is your that is your downfall right there. Because even though you are matched up against one person every week, and that's your head to head score, you are legitimately going up against all eleven people every week. And right. that is where our standings, that is where everything comes into play for tiebreakers and all that thing. So I'm going to I'm gonna encourage you to continue to only look at just you and your opponent because it's working out very well for everybody else. So well, did a little bit of research because you said I don't do research as well. Well, hold on. As you lead into that one, I just want to touch up, Tom. You, you brought in one thing, right? Like me communicating with the person that I'm playing against but it's not like I set up my roster any different because that week I'm playing that person like I say hey you know what I think Chano's a complete fucking moron who just hit the worst all time luck outside of Hodo and so (laughs) I I think I need to fucking bench a few quality players so that I can you know keep it tight with Chano Tom that's never happened that way I try to start the best I can they're just fucking doo doo butter man but they're going to stay healthy and they're going to write it out. I'm just saying as far as the name and the song and the, the love, it just goes to that one person. But yes, I'm trying to watch you fucking fall. Like, don't think that I haven't gone in here and had my finger hovering over, like, destroying your team with with commissioner powers <laughs> every fucking week because I have. I just I can't bring it up all the time, man. You'll think I just live in hate. But <laughs> other things that are positive. All right, you're, you're, yeah, I see, I see, I see where you say. I'm just going off of your words from last year precap. So you're, yeah. you're twisting them. You're twisting them. No, but go I, ahead, go I, with your next piece. <laughs> Two years. So, so, um, you, the one and only year you've left a mark on this, a, po- a positive mark on this league. You you locked yourself in a room and fucking pumped yourself full of fucking perform enhancing and drugs and that's the one year that you left your mark here. So do a little bit of research here, and good, um, good. if you if if you just go to um, uh, league, um, where the fuck was I going? Oh, and you go to I'm our standings. You go to your stand. You, you got no me. no. I'm I'm just letting those that want to follow along. I'm not telling you. You're a grown ass man. I can tell. I know this. You, you, you go to overall. 
and you are just out of the playoffs. You go right to the breakdown. There's 12 teams. Guess where you're at? I'm, 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 you're I'm fucking 11th. If you were to yeah, play okay. everybody, everybody, every week, you would have won 10 games, and that puts you in 11th place. Yeah, guess but where I'm guess where guess where I'm at. But I'm not. I'm in the top three in at least the top three in every category. It's week three, Tom. Yeah. It's well, I'm just I'm just letting you know. So your just the research the research that I don't do, Ed. Your your average margin of victory twelve point three two points. My average of victory. 72.73 points. Mike? You've won seven games. No, I've only won two. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're just talking about this season. Yeah, this season. I thought you were talking about over the entire time we've been in the FIB, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> your, your average margin of loss is 22 points. Mine is 19.1. Tom, we're three weeks into the season. We gotta talk about this at the end, baby. Oh, so you were sing you were singing a totally different song Dad, last Henry week. Got man. fucking COVID this week. He ain't playing. It's the one, right? You got shit going forward, man. Let's oh, I know, I know. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be all right because I see the big picture. You have narrow narrow vision on who you're playing. And that's going to be your downfall. I got you. I got you. I'm going to open up. I'm going to take your advice, Tom. I'm going to open up my mind. I'm going to open up my world. And um, I also need you to know that my ring size is 12 this year because I need it for a different finger. So when okay. we get it fitted this year, it's going to be 12, baby. Well, that, that that's your lane. Oh, yeah. I do that. <laughs> Occasionally. Sometimes. Don't, don't ask Jake. But I eventually <laughs> And, and in way, your in your defense, it I think it took longer for you to receive your ring when you got your ring. So <laughs> it took Dale much longer to get his ring, and cost him far more. Oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> Speaking of which, we, okay, so Tom, I, I do need to I do need to let you or ask you, how nervous are you feeling with Derrick Henry and the COVID situation that you could potentially be facing this week? Um, I am not happy about that because not only does it only affect the titans it affects the steelers it affects the vikings and whoever the fucking vikings are playing this week i i, I should probably know that but um i'll pull it up i'm, I'm smart minnesota's so, playing tennessee no they're they played that was le, that was oh, this that was week. Last week that was this week I'm sorry. that's the reason why that's the reason why four teams are now now in jeopardy of playing this week because Tennessee and Minnesota, Houston, fucking oh, she's oh Houston, Houston. So that that's that's some uh, implication for you as well, my friend, with uh, Deshaun, Deshaun and uh, David Johnson, one of the D Johnsons. Yeah, one of the DJs. So that can um, be confusing as fuck, by the way. Yeah, uh, I I almost lost my mind. I was like. <gasps> D. Johnson's on the fucking waiver wire, running back, Houston. Oh shit, wrong one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was it? Wasn't there who? Some moron I I got with that Matt Forte trade a long time ago. Remember when there was like Matt Forte, and then there was a Matt Forte for another team. No, it was uh, Adrian Peterson. 
Adrian Peterson. Because <laughs> yeah. there was an Adrian Peterson who was a bear, the backup behind Matt Forte, and then the Adrian Peterson that everybody knows and loves and keeps her kids away from. And I can honestly say that might have been the last trade that went through for me on this league for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) It has been at least five years since I've done a trade. At least. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have been a proponent for trade hate. So that's a little bit of karma probably. Oh, we got more games to get through. Oh, fuck. So we talked about Derrick Henry. Yeah, so the big implications. Sorry. Uh, do you think you're going to win this week against uh, what it say? You don't have Ty Ty. That was I have fun. I have Hold Dale. On. I have, have I have Dale, Hold and on. I do feel um, I am worried. I am worried that old Michael Thomas may come back um, this this week. But other than that, yeah. uh, he does have the probably the lead the leading vote getter for MVP of the actual MV, uh, NFL, which he's never won by the way in Russell Wilson. Never so, even gotten a vote. Yeah, that's stupid. That is absolutely stupid. It's racist. It's that goddamn racism, man, <laughs> on the West Coast. They fucking racist against West Coast quarterbacks, and they won't give Russell because, like you said, them East Coast bitches are in bed. So, um, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure Joe Montana and Steve Young and uh, John Elway – and there's a lot of West Coast quarterbacks that have had back uh, then. <laughs> back then, when racism wasn't a thing. No. <laughs> Did you have to run around screaming "Black Lives Matter" back then? No. You know. <laughs> so, Tom, I'm telling you, it's a thing. But Russ is going to get his due respect, right? There can only be one. It's going to be Russ. So, do you king. do you watch the show Yellowstone? I have not. It is fucking amazing, but. If you watch it, it, there's been three seasons of it. Season one, they say a lot of BLM, a lot of BLM, and there's Bureau a, of Land Management, or yeah, Bureau of Land Management, and uh, they say BLM a lot. And it's like, um, they might have to change that, but yeah, we'll see. some states that that we'll see. That sounds different. <laughs> but Tommy, you want to read the next next game here? Uh, I do think I'm going to beat Dale, by the way. Hold on. With no problem whatsoever. All right, this matchup, and I got something to say at the end of this that'll make some sense. Oh, look at this shit. Silent Killer waxes the Pink Eye Slayers. Fucking waxes. Waxes. Silent Killer. (laughs) Silent Killer's got 36 points from Dak Prescott and 22 from James Conner to dominate the Pink Eye Slayers 150 to 101. This beatdown was revenge for a loss to the Pink Eye Slayers in their last meeting a season ago. James Robinson led the Pink Eye Slayers with 27 points while Lamar Jackson only racked up 17. Silent Killers remains in 10th place. Ouchie. And the Pink Eye Slayers stay in first. That's it. How do you how do you already have a cushion in, in three weeks? <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. Montgomery had plenty of opportunities for Pink Eye Slayers, but could only manage 54 total yards on 16 touches. Silent Killers gets Yaktown's Chano or Ed's team, next week while Pink Eye Slayers matches up with Fantasy John. God, I wish Fantasy John had more uh, Falcons players on his team. (laughs) (laughs) But 
fucking <laughs> god damn what a miserable fucking franchise oh god last few weeks what's hilarious Ooh. is they all thought it was linked to Kyle Shanahan like it was Kyle Shanahan that was the reason why they lost the Super Bowl because he got fucking conservative now he's not there look what the fuck's going on now poor John yeah poor, poor John other than being a chomo he's a totally good dude like yeah he's I mean he's funny he's if, always got good stuff to comment yeah he he is he's like Johnny on the spot if you will just keep yeah. your kids away from him yeah, I don't let him babysit, but yeah. I mean, we're adults, so hanging out with him's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 not in his uh, spectrum of attractive. What do that? What do they call it? He's not attracted to our pheromones, or what? What the spectrum, we, the spectrum of the, the sex the, spectrum? The <laughs> his speculum. Speculum. His speculum. Speculum of dickum downums. <laughs> Sorry. So, Jakey Poo. Jakey Poo. Yeah. Throws in fucking Robinson, right, in his flex and, and pulls all the points that he can pull. And then other than that, just he's been damaged by these injuries, man. And after week one, week two, he was rolling. And then this week, like the fucking 49ers, man, the wheels just came off. Uh, 49ers have, have not skipped a beat. Dumpster fire. It's, it's lit. <laughs> so, fanning the flames. So, um... Uh, the real, really the only injury bug that he hit was Julio Jones and Julio Jones wasn't doing much anyway. So this is his team. Um, Tom, I just make it up as I go. I'm just letting you know the pink eye slayers are, 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 it's going to be a tough road to haul for him to repeat this year because he took, he reached for the Niners way early as a defense um, he reached for Butker. Butker's been pretty solid, the the kicker for uh, the the Chiefs. Um, he did get the number one waiver this week in Mike Davis and didn't start him. But it, either way, he did not have the winning formula on his roster anyway. He no, no matter what he did, he was not going to win. Um, but I mean, this is his lineup. This is what we see is Dale or not Dale, but uh, fucking Jake right now. So. He's got a tough road to haul, and his guys are going to have to fucking become uh, league winners for him to do him much because Lamar Jackson is is he is who I thought he was. Well, and, he's fine with Lamar Jackson, right? He had a bad game against Kansas City. David Montgomery's going to pick up with Tariq Cohen being down. Uh, Green Bay, they're still chugging along. I, I think I think he's going to be fine. He's going to have weeks where he puts up big, and I just there's going to be weeks like this where some of the pieces just don't hit. Um, I think but, I and I I think Lamar Jackson's going to average around twenty points a week, so that's, that's not yeah I think so I think he's going to average he's only had one good week and that was against the Browns, so yeah I, I I I think that there's not been enough discussion and enough discount to the lack of preseason training camp, and I think that we've seen teams that have perennially been good teams players that have been perennially good players get off to a little bit of a slow start and i i I keep saying this like week four is when i think we're going to see magic football like week five and on is like when it all those teams are going to start looking like the 49 or not the 49ers kansas city of last year like where they're just everything's hitting on all cylinders the 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 soft tissue injuries the the groins the calves that shit is going to get worked out 
And, and I think we're going to see Lamar Jackson get back to form. I think we're going to see some Deshaun Watson get back to form. AJ Green get that confidence. I think I think you're right to an extent. I do think you're right to an extent. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I I hope I'm wrong on Lamar Jackson because the NFL needs guys like that to uh to for for fans for excitement and all that stuff but i i i do i do feel it's going to be short-lived with uh, lamar jackson not because of injury just because defenses are defensive coordinators are fucking smart and defensive players are are fucking smart so it's you're 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 only going to get over on that for a couple years so um i see where you're going yeah and he is one of those freaks that he just has so much natural talent he breaks himself you know, so just yeah. you can only do that for so long. Yeah, uh, I think you're, you're alluding to like a like a uh, uh, a Bo Jackson or a Derrick Rose, where you're just too fucking good for your own body. Yeah, you yeah. play yourself. And you play even, yourself out of your body. Yeah. Even if you're not snapping your own ankles, that wear and tear, you know, yeah. is going to accelerate. It's going to be fast. Especially at the quarterback show. position, if you're fucking running for 80 yards a game, you're taking 80 yards worth of hits as well. Unless one of those was one rush for 80 yards and you didn't get touched, but that's very rare. But so uh, on but, the other side of the ball, yes, this this fucking worthless sack of powder goes <laughs> off and, and throws up 50, right? 150. That's not man. 150. And and I have a I have a uh, I have a um, a theory behind that. You come on. So good things for you, Ed. You come on. You come on. Uh, you come on and record with Old Tommy T. The very next week, you're gonna have yourself a week. Is that what it is? It is. So week one, nobody recorded week one. It was all. After the fact, and you, you beat yourself, and you and beat you me, lost. and I yeah, and I lost. So every time I've recorded, I've scored at least 169 points. Jesus Christ, man! At least that's there's probably something to that. Yeah. So and and then and then uh, Powder scores 130, his first win of the year. So you're you're gonna you're in for. I'm gonna keep an eye on your score, uh, Ed. You're you're got you're gonna have you're gonna have a so, yourself a week. Well, I we'll talk it. about it when we get to my game, but I think some of my predictions are gonna start coming around. But I, a little foreshadowing. Hey, um, I I think that uh, that Powder had has some players here, and you know, looking at his lineup, he picked up some of these guys off the waiver wire, so he's out there working, he's hustling. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Dak Prescott has the ability to score those points every week. Oh, that fuck yeah, most definitely. Continues yeah. the truck. So Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore is one hell of an offensive coordinator. He's going to be a head coach in this league. Um, hopefully, not I mean, he's for another a horrible quarterback for a shitty school. But <laughs> everything else seems to be going all right for him. I mean, if you want to call the winningest quarterback. Uh, the co- the winningest college quarterback of all time, a shitty quarterback. That's that's and fine. And now he's divorced. Huh? And now he's divorced. Well, he's still getting paid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Powder, uh, you're going to get the fucking destroyed this week. I hope you have your kids and loved ones near you. Um, who's he, go- who's he going up against? You. He's going against me. Oh. The okay. real double D-I-E. 
Eddie Rock, you see, coming for you and your little gimpy knees. Mm. Bitch. Powder sucks dick. Yeah, powder sucks dick. Yeah. Bitch. That was one that we just made on the fly real quick before we started recording. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But, yeah, just a little something for powder, a little preview of this week's song. Oh, what's your team name going to be, or is that something we got to wait for? Uh, I, oh, shit, I didn't. I did. I thought I sh- I'll do it here in a moment. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, do you want me to go on to the next, or you got it, or are you busy? No, it's my turn to read. Okay, well, I thought you were busy. Uh, I'm not that busy. Okay. Powdered nuts, by the way. <laughs> Powdered nuts. Powdered nuts. <clears throat> Behind a sizzling showing from Patrick Mahomes, Schottenheimer's kid slouse. Hawkamaniac coach. Hold on. Fuck Dale. <laughs> the production of Patrick Mahomes played an integral part or integral role as Schottenheimer's kids tore apart Hawkamaniacs 155. Are 152 to 105. In the 46 point win for Schottenheimer's kits, Mahomes blew up for 48 fucking points. Dang. He passed for four touchdowns, not quite as many as Russell Wilson, but as part of his showcase performance, he also recorded the highest point total in the league this season. Schottenheimer's kids would win some money, but Ed decided to nix all bonuses. <laughs> However, Joey still falls into eighth place because he's garbage, while Hawkamaniacs is right below him in ninth. Melvin Gordon has plenty of chances for Schottenheimer's kids, but he logged just 38 total yards on 12 touches. Schottenheimer's kids will face El Jefe, the topless beer can drinking freak from Yaktown, in week four. Dale plays with himself, Hold his on. man wife, and the Untouchables this week, who is averaging just about 150 points per fucking game. <laughs> yes! So this is big. This is big news. This is big news in the FIB. Joey beating Dale. Hold on. That is news. I think it has only happened one other time, if at all. In the history of the FIB. One other time, so, if at all. And uh, um, I'm sure I'm sure Dale is screaming on. at me right now through his phone going, this is the first time, or it's only the second time, or whatever. But uh, yeah, that it's very few times, if at all. The first cut is the deepest. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I want to I just take a moment here to talk to Dale. Dale Hold on. I need you to know, I understand what it's like to feel such deep loss, right? A few years ago, if you remember, Todd Gurley and Kareem Hunt, number one, <laughs> number two running backs, I keep them. They drive me in my repeat year all the way up to the line, starting the number one bye going into the postseason. And then you kick a bitch in the face and lose a knee. Next thing you know, I'm standing there helpless in sixth place. Dale? Dale, you might You know what it means to draft a second half team. You don't play for the first half. You play for the second half. That's why you took Russell Wilson in like the second round. You are a man among men. You think you can put this together? Well, we know you can. So what I want you to do is get yourself up, get out there on the waiver wire, 
pick up somebody that doesn't play and have yourself a shitty fucking year because you don't need any more goddamn rings, you sorry sack of shit. You fucking have done nothing but get better since you got out of the army. Better beard, better teeth, better life, bigger boat. And now, at least something fucking bad finally happened to you, you sick sack of shit. <laughs> got him. Got him. Hell yeah. Okay. I was glad to see those people go down for him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dale oh, has no. had a little tough road since week one with losing Dude, Michael number Thomas. Number one and number two. God damn. Yeah, first round and second round pick done. Well, not done, but uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Thomas is uh, questionable to go in going into week four, so we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, he doesn't because he is going up against me. Um, his running backs are laughable. If you look, even the ones on his bench are fucking laughable. But right Christian old CMC CMC is. Uh, uh, and the IR, probably not coming back for another four or five weeks. Um, Frank Gore, the ageless Frank Gore, and the perennial backup Latavius Murray. Um, who else does he have? Wayne Gallman. And that is it for running backs in uh, Dale's stable. Who oh, no. So um, I'm not worried, but I am just because of that uh, QB1 he's got there. Um, with with that guy, you are never, ever out of any matchup. So whether it's real life or fantasy, um, I, that is, I am very worried about Russell Wilson. And I have a, uh, a bet with, da- with Dale on oh, no. if Russell Wilson will throw 40 touchdowns this year. And I said, hell no, he won't. The so motherfucker's already at, he, he's already at 15, 14. So uh, I am very nervous and I can feel the money slipping out of my wallet already. So, so it is, I know we don't like to talk about other, other draft or uh, fantasy leagues, right? But I got to talk about the team, the family league that I have going on here because an interesting thing happened. Uh, again, mentioned quarterbacks and, and Seahawk fans. Mm-hmm. So had somebody take Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett, all three players. And I said, you know, that's not a good idea, except for it may pay off with these in particular. You know, I was thinking that you would have yeah. a, a, a quarterback, a, a wide receiver one and two each week. Like, mm, that's, I didn't know you was going to have wide receiver one, one, quarterback one. That's ungodly, man. How long can they keep this up, Tom? Uh, I think it's it's not sustainable. I think the QB. I think the QB will always be there. He will. He's a set him and forget him. I think it's going to be uh, hit or miss on DK and Tyler. There's no. I mean, Tyler scored fucking three touchdowns. That was fucking unheard of. He probably should have had four, and Metcalf should have had two. But he had one of the one of the most bonehead plays uh, to date, um, where he just gave up towards the end, and uh, a good heads up defensive play got a turnover for the Cowboys. Um, but that very well should have been a touchdown, and you hate to see you hate to see that happen to such a talented player, make himself look like a fool. 
but uh, that that should have been his second touchdown. But he totally made up for it and got the game-winning yeah. touchdown catch at the end of the game. So uh, no just, no harm, I, no foul. They're doing they're doing great things there. Uh, it was horrible to see what happened to Chris Carson this week with that. Uh, dude, that dude needs. Play. They need to. They need to fucking find that dude and beat him within an inch of his life. That is yeah, dirty yeah. as fuck. Tristan Hill, you're a fucking piece of shit, dude. I don't care how much I hate the Seahawks. I don't care. You do not fucking do that. You're fucking with somebody's livelihood, man. You're fucking. Yeah. It, it's a game, and you're fucking with a dude's livelihood. Uh, yeah, that is absolutely ridiculous. They'll get him. They'll get him. I, I'm they actually surprised they haven't yet. Yeah, they got Pete for 100k. Another one. Bitch for a knee. No, not. A, oh, with out. the mask. No, yeah, with the mask. This. Yeah, that's that's a that's another fucking topic, which is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, have we done enough justice to Dale and Powder here and let them feel special about their game? Oh no, Joey. Oh, Joey. Joey. I didn't even say anything mean and disgusting about Joey. So uh, Joey's been in the league almost since the inception, right? Huh? I think he missed one one year. Um. This motherfucker has the audacity to get on the, the text messages and say, I've got the most points in the league. Why did I drop places? Come on, motherfucker. The scoring, the, the how the league is ran is public knowledge. Go on the fucking website and look at everything. It's all there. Do the fucking math because I'm not going to because that math is fucking hard because it's not, like I said, it's not just you going up your opponent. You're going up against absolutely everybody and then how you played against them plays into tiebreakers. So don't fucking be butthurt because you're out of the playoffs if the season ended today just because you have the most points. Ask, ask Butters how scoring the most points in the league has worked out for him. Because he's done Butters. it more than he's done it more than anybody in this league. So Butters, you sorry sack of shit, can't get a fucking win to save your life when you need it. <laughs> so that that uh, there was my rant on Joey. Still love you, buddy. So, well, that's going a little far there, Tom. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing, right, Joey? You ain't got Google. What what kind of phone are you using? Are you using a flip phone? Are you using a, like a, the stuff that you dual tone, multiple frequency that you still push the buttons at a fucking, because you can't Google shit. You can't find a picture of Mount fucking Rainier, right? <laughs> you can't find the rules to the league. You don't know how scoring works. What the fuck is wrong with you? You, you reach out, ask my man about the, the switch. He calls you back and says, dude, I got a switch. And you just ignore him. You are a garbage person that can't even use the internet, Joey. Why? <laughs> Why, man? Did you get the picture of Mount Rainier? I did send him a picture of a mountain. I love that. That man. I think that, I think uh, it's Mount. Let me Google Rainier. that for you. <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> I love that because the, I remember the first time somebody did that to me, and I think it was old uh, uh, the Cuban fucking uh, Eric Correas yeah, did Eric. that to me, and I'm like, you motherfucker, that's some cold ass shit to do to somebody. And yeah, I've done it. Known. I've I've done it quite a bit since then. <laughs> I may be getting an opportunity to see the old Cuban here soon. Oh, that would be dope. El Cubano. I mean, you need to get them separated from that wife because all they're doing is having fucking kids. Yeah, I know. There's a one-child rule, I think, that they're going to implement down there in Guantanamo. So. And he has a couple of girls, too, so, uh, they ugh, go. you know, they're gone. They got to go. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you, Joey. 
Uh, I meant everything I said. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to the next. On to the next. All right. We got uh, B Lover going up against El Jefe. And uh, just for the record, uh, B Lover, I don't like your team name, but it doesn't matter. It's your team. You can do whatever you want. Kyler Reeks. Kyler Reeks. Kyler Reeks gets late victory over El Jefe, takes control of career series six to four. You hear that, Jefe? You're behind in those standings as well. Kyler Reeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyler Reeks got 38 points from Alvin Kamara and 28 from Kyler Murray to take down El Jefe, 141 to 122. Kyler Reeks came into the Sunday night game facing a zero point deficit because it was absolutely tied. That is crazy. But sco- but uh, scored 38 to for the comeback victory. This upset was revenge for a loss to El Jefe in their last meeting a season ago. El Jefe was led by the cheat code Tyler Lockett with 32 points, 100 receiving yards, and three touchdowns. The motherfucker it was unstoppable. And yes, the motherfucker is a cheat code. You look at him, you just yeah, you can't you can't guard him. And Drew Brees, who scored 29 points. And holy shit, he must have blown his load because I think that's the best point total he's had to date. Kyler Reeks, uh, uh, 29, 29 and a half points this week, for this season, yeah. I I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tommy. I'm sorry, man. No. Kyler Reeks remains in fourth place, and El Jefe stays in 11th. In week four, Kyler Reeks will match up against Hail Mary Jane in the Grumpy Bear slot. El Jefe will take on Schottenheimer's Kids, who is averaging a league-leading 146 points per game, which I am only second to, so good job, Joey. But I'm number two in the league, so you just got to be better, Joey. Just be better. If I'm not mistaken, Joey's actually behind me. Yeah, he is. (laughs) <laughs> in standings in standings yeah. yes you yeah that, that's all that matters right now yeah but you're both two so and what one I was gonna, what i was gonna say was uh old ducky breeze there 288 passing yards and three touchdowns uh and if you remember that one that he threw uh to to alvin Kamara, he just kind of tucked in behind a few people and yep. ran like a 30 yard touchdown run up the sideline that was so fun to watch yeah God, he, i wish brent wouldn't have fucking kept that bastard <laughs> yeah i i knew i i that was my guy i don't know if i came back and said after the draft that was exactly what i thought he was gonna do because that's exactly what i would have done but uh but, excuse me murray morty but uh yeah i thought for sure i thought for sure that's what he was gonna do and i i think he made the right decision Oh, it but, definitely uh, did. I, I was, I was hoping against hope that he would, he would take the rookie because if he didn't take the rookie, I had to take the rookie, and so I mean, I'm, I'm not mad, right? But yeah. I would rather have Alvin Kamara. <laughs> who, who did we just think about? Oh, huh? yeah, Jeff we just read Jeff. about, we just read about B Lover and in El Jefe. I was trying to get back to where I was. I was I went down a rabbit hole and I was trying to get back where I was. So so here's here's the deal, right? I, I was right, by the way, I was right. That was uh Drew Brees' highest point total of the year. So so this game, they went in just pillow fighting the whole way. Yeah. Uh, all the way up until Monday night, I think, is when this one ticked, right? Yep. Yeah. 
and uh, was was fun to watch. And just knowing how close these two are in proximity to each other, with work, with everything, uh, their history, always one of my favorite ones to watch. And uh, in this Sunday, I happened to watch uh, seven hours of football sitting next to Brent in teams. Nice. Seven fucking hours in one one meeting. <laughs> So I was able to watch this kind of unfold, and uh, definitely a lot of fun. Um, I can't say that I wanted uh, either one of them to win. Yeah, you never do. You know, but seeing little Cooper Cup do good things from Yakima is always fun. So I guess that's the one little thing. If I was going to pull for anybody here, it would have been for old Cooper Cup, which again he did good. So so you weren't you, you weren't you weren't you weren't you weren't rooting for old uh, Tyler Loggett. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, we already talked about how fucking yeah. amazing that is. I, yeah. I mean, beat the dead horse, Tom. Oh, I mean, that's what I do. I, I beat what, uh, dead horses. Now, when we talk about B-Lover's team, Kyler Murray is is that anchor, right? Alvin I, I would say I would say Alvin is, yeah. Alvin? Yeah. I would say Alvin's his anchor, and Kyler is, like, his spark plug, like – that's the guy that you're mo- probably most worried about every week because you he's either going to blow up or he's going to fucking have a dud. So far he's done he's done pretty good. He's he has not had a dud per se. He's uh he's averaging probably right around 30 points a week, maybe 28, 29, but uh yeah, that's he's that's 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 a pretty good place to sit for a starting quarterback. And and Brent's team you look he has points on the bench. And so this was a balanced attack. So do you think he has the, the, the team to go the distance? I do not. I do not. I, I, I don't think he's uh, – you say he has depth. You say he has depth um, before I put my fucking foot in my mouth here. He's, he has depth, but it's, it's not like depth you want. Like It's all in Florida. Yeah, he's got Miles Gaskins, who's the guy in uh, – What's what, what Miami? Yeah, because Jordan Howard is he is a perennial letdown. He's he has sparks of greatness, but he's we will always let you down. Um, just DeAndre DeAndre Swift is not who we thought he was going to be. He does have a lot of potential in Antonio Gibson, but I do not feel even with even with Ryquel Armstead in the or in the uh, uh, COVID position there. He, I, when he comes back, it's it's a non-factor for him. So if he he is one injury away from fighting for his grumpy bear life. Wow, that's that's, like the that's sixth my person you've put in the grumpy bear. I think not, the only person that no, you just have not hi, just him and Chano and Jeff. Oh, I'm floating. Am I floating up? Oh, we haven't got to yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fun matchup, fun matchup. I, I hope the best for both of these guys. Um, Jeff is one of those guys. It was funny because me and Brent were making fun of him uh, behind his back this weekend, and <laughs> I, I kind of called him like a like a fantasy idiot or like a a moron or a dummy or an idi- a loser. Hefe. Yeah, it was yeah. something like that. Basically, <laughs> but the way that I was saying it was kind of like referring to him as like a bye week, right? Like a, a fantasy moron. And and Brent said, I don't, I don't think that's actually fair. And I went back and I started thinking about it. 
Hefe is one of those guys that scores just enough points to lose. Like yeah. he plays up to the very bottom of his uh, opponent every week. You score 169, he's got 168. And he can do that every week as long as somebody scores more than him. Like True. the guy that puts up 122 and loses. It sucks, but he that's that's kind of the way that Hefe rolls. And he ends up, what, 7th, 8th, 10th? Yeah. Just a fucking loser. <laughs> he's in 11th right now. Yeah, that's... that's... <laughs> he doesn't do it on purpose. No, right? no, Like no. he wakes up and sets his lineup expecting to be successful, but it just happens. Yep, you're you're exactly right, and I, I, and he's 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 like the epitome of anybody from Yakima except for Cooper Cup. Average, just, just fucking just, just average, if not slightly below. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't All I can't right. throw I can't throw too many rocks in my glass house over here. I'm uh I'm not At a least prize. You had a hometown. You had a fucking strip map and a vagabond. <laughs> and a dartboard. <laughs> Just, where do you want to go? <laughs> well, wherever mom got drunk and spun the globe, we started walking. <laughs> Does this guy have a job or food stamps? <laughs> Curious, which one is preferred? F- food. The food stamps? No, just food. I just don't. Food. We don't care where it comes from as long as we can eat. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. You ready to take on this uh, Fantasy John Enzo Maniacs news fest? Hit it. All right. Fantasy John obliterates Enzo Maniacs and claims third place for himself. Fantasy John clobbered the end zone maniacs 157 to 91 while putting up the second highest score this week, only second to suck a dick Tom. <laughs> Fantasy John took a 40 point lead on Sunday afternoon and maintained that advantage for the rest of the matchup. It was a beatdown for the record books. With the 65 point margin being the second highest recorded in the league this season. The two teams are tied for third place with two and one records, but Fantasy John has a clear lead in points, 425 to 353. Next week, Fantasy John takes on the Pink Eye Slayers. Chip, chip. End Zone Maniacs gets bedded up with Freaks and Zeeks. This yeah. message was brought to you by The Ed and Tom Show, and I'd like to take this time, Tom, to make a very special announcement <gasps> on the show okay so as you people know tom always likes to take care of us eddie rock always likes to take care of you all so tom and i got together with some friends of ours over at the fantasy focus football podcast on espn oh six oh one oh the oh six oh one oh they're often calling us and asking us advice before they go live asking us production tips on how to make sure their show runs smooth um <laughs> and in this week they said hey Thank you for all the work that you guys have done, and we would like to invite the Fantasy Island Boys to a special webinar, live podcast just for our league. That is going to happen next Tuesday, and you should have something in your email inbox, your invite. So you should be able to go to your inbox email that you signed up for this league with, 
click on it and it, you will have the link in there so look for something from ESPN if it's not in there then maybe check your spam but you should have that link we set it up just for you guys so Tommy thank you for uh, pulling the strings that you do and making this happen for us uh, I, ca I cannot I can't take all the credit there or any of it Ed that was uh, this was your brainchild um, it is October 6th at uh, three uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, do your math on whatever time zone you're in. So October 6th, which is a Tuesday, next Tuesday to be exact, at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there is uh, meeting uh, uh, directions on as to how to join the uh, webinar. And uh, even if you don't, you can, even if you don't have a computer, they have ways to call in and they have passcodes so you can do it over the phone and listen that way. So there are multiple ways to get in on this thing. And uh, it, yeah, I mean, even, even for those who live out in the sticks, uh, hashtag uh, brown clown, hashtag Homer, you have that it, you don't just need a digital connection. You can use your cell service to get there as well. So you can uh, do that. So Tommy, did, you got your email there in front of you? I do. Does it say hi? And then does it have like your name? What name does it have there? It says, hi, Tommy, the greatest person in the world, Tolman. Does it have anything in parentheses there? Oh yeah. It does say, it says, hi, Tommy parentheses or not parentheses, quotation marks, no brain, close parentheses, Tolman. Okay, good. So thank I, you thank you for that, Ed. Bitch. As everybody got registered, um, their names had to be registered, and so you, you probably got at least some kind of nod from the 06010. They're big listeners of the show, so as they sent out the registration, they, they did something a little fun and goofy. Uh, I think <laughs> Stefania was doing it or whatever. Uh, and then... Uh, they, they also asked for your guys' uh, questions, uh, fantasy football questions, so that they may be able to answer those on the air. So I reached out to you, all of you and asked those questions that you submitted, and I got those submitted up on your behalf with your names attached to them. So uh, tune in uh, next Tuesday at 6 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time, uh, and we will see how that goes. So, yeah, uh, that's – anyways, that's what that – And if there were some – and if there were some questions that you forgot to send, Ed, the, to submit, you can still – in the email, there is a link that you can click and send additional questions if you would like. But don't do that. All your questions have been asked. <laughs> But if you do have additional questions that are not able to be answered on that, because they will probably spend most of the time praising Tom and I for uh, just everything that we've done for. ESPN. And we didn't, we didn't ask for it. We didn't ask for we it. Didn't. It's just, I mean, the, every dog, every dog has their day, right? We just come from humble beginnings, right? Yep. Um, Started from the bottom. But, uh, now we're still there. If you don't, if you weren't able to get your questions in, you could submit those to Tom or myself and we could discuss those the next time. We record in two to four years. Very, so those submitted. very good point, Ed. Very, very good point. Yes. So I, I did not mean to bury the lead by, you know, putting some big, exciting news um, before we talk about this game. But it was the only thing exciting that was going to be talked about for the next two or three minutes when we snooze fest on this matchup. Yeah, Tyler, old T-Dog, did not show up. He shit the proverbial bed on this one he 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 didn't score 100 points ed and he lost 
So that's usually usually what happens. So uh, not everybody has a chance of going up against Chano twice a year and squeaking by by the skin of their dick. But yeah, so um, Tyler did probably deserved more points from Chris Carson, but uh, Tristan Tristan Hill is a fucking bitch. And, uh, probably deserved more points. Like, what the fuck did Tyler do to deserve more points? That bitch. No, Chris Carson. Chris Carson. I thought you said Tyler. Well, he he would have got the points that Chris Carson would have put up. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I was Tyler deserves nothing. Oh, so Tyler deserves nothing. So Chris Carson's injury is justified because Tyler started him. You guys heard that. All you Seahawks fans heard that. All you Seahawks fans heard that. It's Tyler's fault that Tristan Hill is a piece of shit. All right. Um, CeeDee Lamb, I thought, was going to have a much bigger game. I truly did. And Jordan Reed was another fucking victim of that piece of shit MetLife field. And he's probably out for six to eight weeks now with a fucking knee injury. With along with fucking seven other 49ers that have fucking knee injuries. So it's brutal. That fucking field was is ridiculous, man. You see, you, you, they even showed it him making an amazing almost touchdown catch, and you watch his fucking foot just stick in the field. <sighs> and it's like, you fuck, man. Really? Really? But yeah, so we'll. We'll, we'll see what happens with uh, with Jordan Reed, but I think the tight end position will, will be all right with uh, Ross Dwelly and then the possibility of uh, Kittle coming back this week. But uh, for all in all, Tyler just did not – his guys did not hit. His guys did not hit, and I do not believe he had the winning uh, formula on his roster at all. So, Dude, he ain't got – if you add up – his top numbers and his bottom numbers, he still don't have the top numbers that <laughs> yeah. John threw at him. So, yeah, you no, take no his entire roster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can take your bench. Fucking roll him up. Yep. Um, but there's there's hope, right? Devontae Adams coming back, George Kittle coming back. He took some, some big losses early on in the season. Um, so there there's hope that he may be able to put it back together. Um, and there's also hope that Chris Carson doesn't miss any significant amount of time. So uh, this it could be all right. Fantasy John, I'll tell you, Aaron Rodgers is fantasy greatness so far this season. I mean, he's no Russell Wilson. I mean, but he is he is absolutely throwing everything everywhere and everybody's catching it, which is um, makes it great to be an Aaron Rodgers owner, but makes it very difficult to own any of the wide receivers that he's chucking that ball to especially with uh john or tyler's uh keeper in uh devonta adams being out the last the the being out this past week so as soon as once he comes back i think he is the clear-cut number one guy but right now yeah stay what you throw a fucking dart at a green bay wide receiver and who's going to be the guy a lot of guys are leaning towards alan lazard like you said alan lazard is it mvs it was not mvs this week because he did not get uh butters a fucking anything but uh yeah john john's got a stacked team um but at the same time you look at it and it's he's he's one injury away from being in the grumpy bear. 
Any given Sunday, baby. <laughs> he got old Johnny Burrow, uh, uh, Joe Burrow stashed down there. That could and be that's, a that's that could a, be a sleeper at a keeper next season too. Definitely could. Could definitely be. Could. But I don't but know what's a really rod there. If he wants to make a difference, though, he needs to get that Sony Michelle in his lineup because that's really where you want to be is somewhere to have your fingers in the backfield of New England. And so if he gets Sony Michelle in there just in time for James White to get back, I think they're going to have something special back there. And so you think about that this week. You are the first person ever to say that about the New England backfield. Now I'm just going to say. The last time I owned a piece of New England's backfield, I became a champion in this very league. And so just chalk it up for what it's worth. Sony Michelle's rookie year. That's not a true statement, Ed. You didn't win. It doesn't with matter, Sony. Tom. Let's get to the next. Let's get to the next. Backfield. Okay, sorry. I, I, I'm sorry for fact-checking you. That is, that is not what we are here for. All right. All right. Better better luck to you next week, uh, T-Dog. And, John, you, you, you need to slow down, buddy. Slow down. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. Oh, hey. The time has come for the fucking toilet bowl. Yak Town's Chano gets late win against Hail Mary Jane and seizes a career series lead 5 to Four in the FIB game of the week. Uh, probably not. Yachtown's Yachtown's Chano took advantage of a 22 point lead from Deshaun Watson and 16 points from Mason Crosby. Holy fuck, don't hurt him! Defeating yes. Haley Hale Mary Jane 98 to 93. Yaktown's Chano came into the Monday night game facing a .66 deficit, but scored 15 points for the comeback victory. Hail Mary Jane has stumbled in the year in the early part of the season and doesn't have a win yet. Goose egg. Hail Mary Jane was led by Chris Godwin with 14 points and Todd Gurley, who came out of retirement and out of the coffin for 14 points. Yaktown's Chano falls to seventh place with the victory, and Hail Mary Jane stays in that grumpy bear cellar. Carry on Johnson, who really deserved more touches for Hail Mary Jane as he put up a whopping 30 total yards on four touches. In week four, Yaktown's Chano played plays silent killers while Hail Mary Jane matches up against Kyler Reeks. So this, this carry on Johnson comment. So I like to like, uh, like I get a lot of shade throat shade thrown at me for making bold predictions or whatnot. My, I had a bold prediction when carry on Johnson was a rookie. I said, carry on Johnson was going to be a keeper in the FIB. Boy, did I miss the mark on that one! So uh, just, uh, just, just to bring it up again, that I, I fucking was way wrong on Carry On Johnson. So uh, if anybody listens to anything I say, I, I don't know why. I apologize if you took my advice on that one. <laughs> so. I, you know, Chano's a, a beautiful human being, wonderful person. Oh, yeah. Love um, the dude to death. I do not know how I beat him, 
I, I, I knew going into this one it was going to be a, a silly slap fest. I, I called it um, and was not surprised going in trailing and was extremely nervous on Monday night, right, with uh, Sammy Watkins going up against my uh, Clyde Ed Hilaire. Elair. Elair. Just stick with the Ed. But it all worked <laughs> out, barely, right? Next week, it all starts to turn around, and things really start to happen for this team of powdered nuts. And um, I'm just excited for what it's going to do for our players, what it's going to do for the community. Um, you know, it's going to it's going to create jobs. We're going to bring people back together, and we're going to fill stadiums with love. And uh, with that, Yaktown's finest, Powdered Nuts, is going to drive forward uh, from week three on. I'm just letting you know this is the start of something great. So um, only because you recorded with me today, you are going to probably win. Probably not going to break any records doing it, but you're most likely going to win just because you recorded with me. You got that Tommy T bump this week. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I I have been using um, some medicine on that. I think on the lip there it's going to go away. I've been taking lysine as well. So the Tommy T bump (laughs) hopefully only lasts a week. Yeah, but it comes back just when you don't want it to. Yay. Just like just like that uncle that hangs around the water heater. Family pictures. <laughs> I don't want Uncle Touchy. <laughs> but uh, no, Chana, the writing was on the wall uh, right after week two had finished, and he just fucking threw a grenade into his lineup and started dropping everybody. Um, he dropped everybody and almost beat me. Yes, so uh, um, he, he's he's trying, he's trying, um, and he didn't pick up. He didn't pick up uh, like pushovers. He just didn't start the right people. Like if he would have started Braxton Berrios, he beat you. If he would have started so, Kendrick Bourne, he beat you. So so it's like he had he had multiple. He had multiple formulas to beating Eddie Rocks, but he fucking missed the mark. So, And if I would have drafted fucking Russell Wilson in the first round, we'd be talking about all kinds of different shit, but we're not, Tom. I fucking won because I'm a champion. That's what I do. I'm a winner. Winner. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to try to get cocky, show off a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah, um... God damn, Chano, it's, uh, you are having a, and this is not me being mean to you. You are having a fucking dumpster fire of a year and it's not because you're not trying. So I feel, I honestly feel bad for the luck you have had. Um, you're putting in work, dude. Yeah. You're putting in the work, you're putting in the work and, uh, it just fucking sucks that you just have not hit, but you were coming out of arguably your toughest part of the schedule um, and heading into me. Yeah. Out, out of, well, the division with butters and me and you. So you're, I think better days are to, to come because uh, you, you may fight, you may go up against Hefe. You may <laughs> no, he, go up against powder. You may go up against butters and oh no, you don't want to face butters. He beat you. You may go up against Tito. You never know. 
You may not. So the, the, here's, we'll see here's what happens. Here's the thing I think that's, that's worth pointing out is that Chano and weaker men could have folded once Shaquan went down and just called it, called it a day and said, you know what, I'll just ride out this season, see what I can do. But no, Chano sobered up for at least good seven, eight minutes of clarity, made some, made some moves on the, the wire last week, and, uh, and put together a team that, that may be able to do something when he gets a little help back. Lesser men would have folded up and gone home. So, Chano, I just want you to know that I'm proud of you for sticking with it, brother. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're exactly right. You look, Sammy Watkins, he's, not, he's like a one-slash-two on that team. Chris Godwin, a one-slash-two on that team. He did and Kill Harry, a one-slash-two on that team. Did, did you hear that, Tommy? What's that? I think old uh, Godwin got hurt again this week. Yeah, he is doubtful going into week four. So that sucks. But he might get Jamison Crowder back, who is the number one guy in uh, New York for the Jets, which uh, that's a Monday night game. So did you yeah. see this Monday the night game? One. Looks like it's going to be a fucking absolute stinker. Yeah, that's what I was saying. No, If you're fucking pulling on somebody from the Jets or the Giants, You've, you're, yeah. you're honestly you're better off unless it was Saquon unless it was Saquon Barkley but no no I'm saying right now at this point take oh, their yeah. backup player because your starter's going to get hurt and the, the at least the backup may come in and surprise you yeah and yeah you're right you're right and he did so with the uh, the Jets wide receiver and he benched him um, which I I probably would have done the same um, I probably would have put Barrios instead of Harry in. No, you wouldn't have. I, I think I would have. Um, no, it's easy for it's easy it's easier for me to say that because I see the score there. But I I think I would have taken my chance on a on a on a team that I know for sure was going to be playing from behind most of the game, and they were going to be throwing it. I would have taken a chance on that dude instead of Enkil Harry, where I feel that the Patriots were going to be running the fucking ball all day long. That's that's what I would have done. No, you wouldn't have. You're a liar. I'm Who not else? a liar. <laughs> that's some fucking logic for that ass. That's Monday. That's Tuesday morning logic. That's Tuesday morning <laughs> logic. It, it is easy. You, it look, is easy to say it now. It is easy to say it now. I wouldn't have won if it wasn't for Mason Crosby setting a goddamn record with 16 points. <laughs> ridiculous. So stupid. My team. This is garbage. Yeah, that... that but I mean, hey, a win, a win is a win. Um, it is. You just and 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 I I know I say I know I say you got to score at least a hundred points to win or whatever. And it's but not you just you, you. Obviously, you don't. Obviously, you don't. But that's if you're only living week to week. You need right. to you need to live playoffs to playoffs. That's where you should be living. So on the I'm right side of that bracket. I'm trying to live vicariously through El Jefe's loins, um, but it's just... Those are some beautiful not, things, too. Those are. Those are. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, this week, like I said, I got to change my team name here, and I'll get that going. And then uh, it'll be up to Powdered Nuts to try to stop this, but he ain't stopping this. He ain't stopping this shit. I'm a goddamn fucking fantasy genius. I, I'm, I manage shit. At the highest level, I manage stuff at levels beyond what people can even see. I'm talking insane, Tom. 
It's insane over here. I love where your head's at. But just a little bit of numbers. Um, you are going to have to have, you are going to have to outscore. You're, you're going to have to blow your projections out of the water or not your projections, your averages out of the water for this season to beat powder. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes out. I'm, I, I do think you're going to win because you have the Tommy T bump this week. I do Try think here. you're going to win. But you are good. It's going to have to be an astronomical day for powdered nuts. I, I, I get that. I, I, I see where you're coming from. It's going to happen, Tom. It's going to happen. All right. So, uh, what, what else we got to talk about here? There, we, we've we've capped. We've. I, I like to keep. I like to keep track of like the top players in the league, like specifically oh, yeah, yeah. specifically where uh, old Clyde Edwards Alaire is at. Uh, because I have money rolling on that guy with uh, with butters. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the 13th highest scoring fantasy running back in the FIB. So if the season ends today, pay me, bitch. So and uh, Alvin Kamara being number one. And it's not even fucking close between number two. Uh, Aaron Jones is being number two. Dalvin Cook, three. Zeke, feed me Elliot at number four. James fucking Robinson. Hello, Mrs. Robinson coming in at five. Nick Chubb, six. Jossie Jacobs at seven. Austin Eckler at eight. Christian McCaffrey scored so much in the first week and a half that he's still in the top 10 at nine and Chris Carson at 10. So I don't like seeing hurt people in that top 10 list because that just means Clyde Edwards Alaire may just slip into that top 10. So I don't like seeing that. So, but that just means that Derrick Henry and Kareem Hunt will probably overtake him. Kansas City is definitely one of those teams that they need. To, they'll start firing on on more cylinders, right? The, the timing, be, that's the, scary if they're going to fire on more because that Monday night game they looked like they were at a fucking scrimmage for powder puff. Halfway through, the the first yeah. half didn't look great. No, neither their Super Bowl win. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're a second half team. Fuck you. It's and, pretty popular. Fuck you and fuck Dale. Who don't? <laughs> So that, that's the running backs there. Um, is there any other positions uh, you want to talk about, or are we good? I don't know. I'm just – I'm at a loss, man. I'm at a loss. With... But you won. Yeah. It's going to be a dark year. It's going to be a dark year. <laughs> I, I, I may be confusing people, right, because I'm vacillating over being – the fucking world's greatest and also the fact that I'm going to have a tough year because I see the writing on the wall. Just like Seattle, right? I know that there's going to be victory, but there's going to be ulcers in my stomach, Tommy T style, along the way. So it's going to be tough, but I, I will grit out the win this week, this season, and reclaim a second ring. That's a bold prediction, Tom. I like it. I like where your head's at. You want to put money on it? You like where my microphone's at? (laughs) (laughs) You look like you are getting, you are breathing pure oxygen at a hospital right now. It it probably sounds like that for the listeners. I probably sound like that. 
Darth Vader? <laughs> no, I can't hear you breathing. But either way, I mean, it, you sound you sound sexy. Um, so, and that's Tom, why gotta, that you, what you. you had just explained the angst that you were going through right now is why every single one of us come back every year and do it because we're gluttons for punishment. Absolutely, mix. Thursday through Monday, such a difficult, difficult part of my life. But so fun as well. So fun. And they just showed the replay of uh, Metcalf uh, getting the ball fucking swatted out of his hands into the back of the end zone. Leon Lett. (laughs) Don Beebe. Don Beebe from behind. Listen, Tommy, I don't I don't want to have to get out of here, but I, I, I kind of have to get out of here only because my tablet's about to die. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's 4.30 over here. I'm sure I'm supposed to cook dinner or something today, so um, it's probably something I have to do now that I'm a work-at-home dad, mom. Yeah. You, so. you, you've gotten pretty good moves. You like them? I like them. They look good. My nipples point out now. They don't go down anymore. Ooh, I've been trying to. I've been trying to. I've been trying to tone them up a little bit. You're getting buff. I've put 15 pounds. Well, no, 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 no. I say, I at one point in time I put on 15 pounds since my shoulder surgery. Well, no, my neck surgery. 15 pounds since then. I have since lost seven of those pounds. So if I lose another eight, I get a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, Sheree and I have a, a bet. Uh, what are you going to get tattooed? I have no fucking clue. But can uh, I draw it? No. I'm going to I'm, really I'm going to I'm going to no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put out a text message to the league and say, "Can you send me a picture and I'm going to get a tattoo just to see what people first, will send me." First one to send it wins. Done. <laughs> I'm getting What how fucked up would it be if I got the Mount Rainier picture? Uh, tattooed on me before Joey does. Dude, will you use this one? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. Dude, that's what that's what the 12th place loser gets. Tom, we've talked about this. Nobody will stay in the league if it's a tattoo league. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Brent, Brent would be gone. Yeah. He even has he would, tattoos, which is weird. I don't know, but I think it's just like... It might be a step too far for most humans. We're a lot to deal with. I've said, I've had to say that I've had to say that a lot, a lot to uh, incoming friends or new newcomers. Like, Hey, uh, just so you know, I'm a lot to deal with. And they're like, what does that even mean? I was like, you'll find out. I'm a lot. Uh, I, I remember telling yeah. I remember telling T that I remember telling T that once uh, she came over. It was like one of the few few first times I met her. I was like, um, "We're a lot to deal with." So, uh, what do you mean? She, I can't remember what she said, but basically it was on the lines of like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Me, Ed, Chano, <laughs> Dale. I mean, you you know Dale, but you don't know Dale with us." So it's like. Now she does. Now she's a veteran. So I just, and she stuck around. So good on her. Um, but we have she lost, we, we have lost a few along the way because of uh, how much we are. And I if you can't handle, if you phone can't phone handle phone it, phone. get the fuck out the kitchen. 
That's right, baby, because we just keep tipping phonies to them homies. <laughs> So but hey, I do, do the rest of this week. The rest of this week, I am uh, I am uh, gonna write about myself over and over again and try to sell myself to potential suitors or uh, potential employment. I'm continuing to do that. Check all my boxes to for retirement and um, uh, continue to build my my virtual enterprise that I have going on in my, uh, in my garage for like just stupid geek studying and troubleshooting purposes. That's fucking horrible. No, that no. is the worst. I, that's what fucking, I do. You could have lied. I would have appreciated a lie. But why, right? why would I lie to you? Why would I lie to you guys? Because it's not as boring as that shit you just said. Well, that, that so if you came over, out. if you came over, you'd see it and you would be like, yeah, that's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> you spun your camera around. I saw it and I went to sleep. <laughs> Roofie. Yeah. Well, listen, you son of a bitch. I got to get out of here. I got shit to do. Got bitches to bang. You know how it rolls. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. The bitches aren't going to bang themselves. And if they did, I hope they videotape it. I'll send it to you. (laughs) Hey, thanks. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Eddie Rock, for for coming on, being a part of this wonderful thing that you and I have created. And uh, thank you for inviting me. Well, I didn't invite you. I just we we knew it was happening and you just were able to put the stars in a line to uh and put your your heathens at bay and and we we made this thing happen and it was fucking beautiful i don't even care if it sounds like shit it was beautiful we're probably gonna get a daytime emmy at least i mean it was gonna be us or the mandalorian i'm gonna come over there and give you a daytime hummer (gasps) afternoon delight on behalf of your boy Tommy T, I am Eddie Rock. And I'm Tommy T. And this has been the Fantasy Island Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. Like
right, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Oh shit, All we're right. still recording. Perfect. <laughs>